Well, hello there and welcome back to the Direct Selling Accelerator podcast. I'm your host, Sam Hind, and I'm so excited to have you here today spending this time with me. Now, this particular episode is a little bit of a fun one. I want to talk you through one of my very favorite analogies to help you understand how it is we can use social media to grow our businesses. And more importantly, I want to kind of smash a couple of those thought processes out of the park that you might be holding on to right now that are getting in your way. This is an analogy that I love to share when we do our 14-day challenges and work with people, uh, giving them a social media strategy step-by-step, day-by-day. This is one of our favorite ways to train people. We love to do practical learning. So if you've ever done a challenge with us, you've probably heard this analogy before, but here's the thing. I know for a fact that many people struggle with the fact that you're constantly working on social media, you're putting things out there and you feel like it's not getting you any results, right? Have you ever asked yourself the question, why is it that I do everything I'm told to do and I put the posts out there and, you know, I'm being consistent and nothing is happening and you're getting frustrated and maybe you've even given up? Well, I'm going to explain something to you that might change the way that you think, I sure hope it does because social media is a very powerful tool, but I really, truly believe that many of us not only misuse the tool, but misunderstand the purpose of the tool. So with all of that said, I want to talk to you about the real use of social media and change that thought process once and for all. So let's dive on in. Now, what on earth does a forest and animals have to do with your social media? Well, bear with me here. This analogy came about by complete accident one day. I love to share stories. And by the way, you should too, because it's one of the most powerful things you can do to build relationships and to get points across. But uh, Greg and I were in the middle of a training uh, a couple of years ago, and I, I I'd heard once again the complaint that from somebody who was posting consistently and doing everything we said to do, and they were getting frustrated because it just wasn't working. In other words, they were perceiving it wasn't working because they weren't getting instantaneous responses to their posts. Have you ever asked that question? I'm putting posts on Facebook and no one's engaging. Why aren't they engaging and what's the point? Well, let's just unwind for a little moment because I came out with this analogy. And at the time, Greg was elbowing me going, Sam, stop it. It doesn't make any sense. But as he was doing that, everyone in the chat was going, oh my gosh, I finally get it. And so it's kind of stuck from there on in. It's become our analogy of the clearing in the forest. So I'm going to share it with you in just a moment. But I just want to sort of come back to this complaint that this person had. Now, this is not unusual. We, uh, you know, we know what the commonly asked questions are. We know what to, we know what you're going to say a lot of the time before you say it, because let's face it, Greg and I have trained over, we worked out the other day, it was over 167,000 direct sellers in the last five years on social media. And that number is just increasing every month as we're doing more and more work in this industry. We love this. It's great. But we're hearing the same things over and over. And one of the most common things is, well, 
I'm put, doing everything I meant to on social media and it's not working. Therefore, Facebook's broken. <laughs> I'm going to move on to the next shiny thing over here. There's something wrong with Facebook. I need to go and do something else. Have you ever said that or thought that or heard someone say that? You know, Facebook doesn't work anymore because I'm putting the posts up there. I'm doing all the things and it's not getting responses. Well, this particular day, I think I'd absolutely had it because I'd had this particular person. We're in the middle of a challenge. We're on about day, uh, we got to day 13 and this particular person had been complaining since day one. You know, usually you get a few squeaky wheels when we do courses and trainings and that's okay. But in this case, this person was rubbing everyone up the wrong way. The way a challenge works is that Greg and I will give a strategy for you to implement every day over a period of time. And the purpose of that is that we're teaching you, but you're also implementing and doing the work at the same time. And in this particular challenge, it was a 14-day done-for-you post challenge we were doing for a direct selling company. So it was all of their distributors coming in and we were doing this particular process each day. And right from day one, because one of the things that we're getting you to be is consistent, showing up regularly and repeatedly. And right from day one, there was this one person who would go into the group each day and complain, I did your post today and it didn't work. Or I did the challenge today and it didn't work. Or I did what you said and I got no response. So, of course, we this is all fine. We get to about day five and everyone in the group is starting to respond back to this person's whinging and complaints, which was the same thing every day. I did it again and nothing happened. And she's, you know, commenting away. So anyway, we, we kind of held our tongue for a little while. We kept encouraging and repeatedly reminding everyone what the purpose was of what they were doing. We finally get to day 13. And by this point, Greg and I are going, man, we need this person to get a result just so that they just stop complaining because it was getting pretty intense and everyone, I think, was starting to feel really deflated just from this one person's negativity. Little reminder, guys, that you, the way you show up does impact other people. So in this case, this person was having quite an impact. But anyway, that's not the point. We get to day 13 and finally a post goes into the group and she goes, oh my goodness. She said, I am really sorry, but I just had the craziest thing happen. She said, I was looking for a result on Facebook and I hadn't considered that what I was doing on Facebook might have been seen, but people weren't necessarily responding back in that location. In other words, she had, this particular person worked um, in an emergency department of a hospital. She was a nurse. And um, this particular company that uh, she was with sold, uh, candles were one of the products that, that they sold. And she had been posting her favorite candles because we've been encouraging storytelling and sharing, which of course is a really powerful tool to be using rather than selling all of the time. And she said on this one day, on day 13, uh, after complaining for all this time that nothing had happened on the Facebook page, she said, I had not one but two people come up to me today. One of them came up to me in the morning and told me that they had no idea that I sold these particular candles. They love these candles and they wanted to place an order with me. She said, I was blown away. And then later on in the day, another person came up to me and said that they love this particular product and wanted to purchase some as gifts for somebody. And when I asked them if they'd be interested in the business opportunity, they said, yes, they'd love to have a talk about it. She said, I'm really sorry because I hadn't thought about the fact that people might be seeing what I'm doing, 
but not necessarily responding to what I'm doing. And this brings me to the animals and the forest and the clearing analogy. So let's explain it this way. I want you to just imagine for a little moment that you are in a forest and you are standing in a clearing. Now, if you're standing in a clearing in a forest and you've got thick trees surrounding you, you would know that although you can see to the trees, usually you can't see much past them. You've got thick forests surrounding you right now. So if you can picture this, you've got the sun sort of beaming down, you're, you've got the circle of trees right around you, and you know that somewhere behind those trees, there are going to be some animals out there. Okay, you're in a forest. Of course, there's going to be some animals out there. Now, I want you to imagine for a little moment that you want some of those animals, maybe your favorite animal, to come out from the forest and into the clearing where you are. And even better, how great would it be if you could get your favorite animal to come and eat out of your hand? If you've got some of its food in your hand, you want it to eat out of your hand, right? Well, here's the thing. First of all, that forest clearing and the animals in the trees is very much like your customers on Facebook. What I mean by that is that just because you can't see them being the animals behind the trees does not mean that they can't see you. The animals can very clearly see you standing in that clearing, but you can't necessarily see them behind the thick trees. So does this mean that there is no hope of you building a relationship with those animals and maybe enticing them into the clearing just because you can't see them? No, but there are a few rules here that we need to follow in order to get the animals to come out. And the first of those is we must build trust. The second of those is we mustn't leave the clearing. If you walk away from the clearing, the animal's no longer got anything to look at. It, 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 you're not there for it to, uh, for it to come out and interact with, and it's going to take off. There are a couple of behaviors, however, that I want to talk to you about to go with this analogy that I see happening constantly that causes a major problem. Now, let's just come back for a little second to that person who is complaining. And that person, by the way, represents many of us, okay? That one complaint about I'm putting the posts out there, no one's interacting with them. Can I just pause you for a little moment? If you ever think that again, I want you to ask yourself and reflect on how you use social media. When you sit down on your couch at the night, at night, and you are scrolling through Facebook or Instagram, do you comment on every post that gets your attention? Do you interact with everything that you like or that you watch? Just because you didn't interact and you didn't comment, does that mean you didn't pay attention to it and you won't remember it? No. You know, think about it. Like last night I did the you know, the the worst thing you could possibly ever do if you don't want to waste your time. And I went, I'm just going to look at one reel just really quickly, you know, an hour later. And I pulled myself out of that zombie state. You know, it is designed to get your attention, by the way. But the point is, I, I as I was sort of like pulling myself out of the zone, going, oh my gosh, what just happened to that last hour of my time? I realized something I would have watched, I don't know, 15, 20 reels maybe. And in that time, I didn't comment on or like a single reel. Now, from a business perspective, that's not the best behavior, but we'll, we'll get to that later. But for right now, my point remains, why do I expect people to behave differently on my content? It doesn't mean that I didn't pay attention and that those people or those posts were not memorable. It doesn't mean that subliminally I'm not going to remember them. 
It just means they didn't do anything with it. So just because they're not interacting doesn't mean they're not watching. I had an experience with this myself probably about eight years ago now when I was sort of just into the throes of getting my business off the ground. And I had a bit of an experience with Facebook Lives, which I'm not going to talk to you about today, but I share it inside of our courses and our trainings when we do the Facebook Live component because I'd had a bit of an experience where uh, I'd pulled back. I was doing Facebook Lives for a period of time. I, I was doing almost one every day where I was sharing a tip and some advice and support. And there was a period of time where f- for through a series of events, I I pulled back from doing them. And one of the reasons I pulled back from doing them was because I wasn't getting any interaction at the time. I could see that people were viewing them, but no one was interacting. And I thought, well, people don't like it. So I'm going to move on and go do something else as far as the content on my page is concerned. One day I get a knock on the door and it's the postman with a parcel. And as I open the door, he goes, Sam. And I thought, yeah, this is my name on the parcel. Of course it's Sam. And he went, no, 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 no. You're Sam from Facebook. And I said, yes. I thought this is a little odd. And he goes, my wife has got a business and she has been watching you for the last few months and she has grown so much in her business. I'm, she's so grateful. And he said, I'm so grateful for the knowledge and tips and information you've been sharing. He said, thank you so much. It's been I've, I've just seen my wife grow in confidence since she's been watching those tips and tricks. And it's really helped her understand how to use social media to get her business off the ground. And he, and then he, in the next breath, he said to me, but we haven't seen anything for a while. Why did you stop? Now, in my head, I'm going, you could have said something. But then I had this little aha moment where I went, just because they're not interacting doesn't mean they're not watching. And it doesn't mean it's not having an impact. So let's come back to the animals and the clearing for a little moment. Here are a few things that I see people doing. Because let's face it, we all want to get the animals out. In other words, we all want to have our customers, potential new leads turning into customers that turn into team, all of those wonderful things. They represent the animals behind the trees. So when we first meet them, it looks like an animal sticking their nose out from the trees you know, I'm just going to suss you out and see if you're safe. And let's think about this for a little minute. The reason I use this analogy is because in this industry of direct selling, that is party plan, network marketing, MLM, whatever you identify as, it's the direct selling industry. And anyone in this industry would know it has a little bit of a reputation. And that comes from years of people behaving badly but it doesn't, it's it's the minority of people that cause the major problem for most. We all know about it. I don't need to go into that. We know that people have a little bit of a, you know, a, I guess a, an opinion about people of this industry before they've given them a chance in a lot of cases, not all. So this goes without saying that we need to show people that we're safe, which we are. It's an incredible industry. Your products are second to none. The products within this industry, as far as I'm concerned, are far outweigh many, many, many of those things that they could get through retail. Plus, they're also getting the service and support that you offer. On top of that, the business opportunity changes lives. I don't need to convince you. I know you're listening to this because you believe in the industry as much as I do. But here's the thing. We need to show people that we're safe. And so to do that, we need to 
uh, do several things. The first is we need to build trust. So let's just come back to the clearing. If you're standing in that clearing, there are animals behind those trees and you want to attract an animal to come and eat out of your hand. And if eating out of your hand represents them joining your team or becoming a repeat customer for you, there are several things we need to do. The first is we need to have the right food in our hands. Let's say that the animal behind the trees that I want to attract is a deer. I am not going to hold a stake, okay? And this is where I see a lot of people going wrong. They don't understand their customers and the content they put on social media is not appropriate or interesting or valuable to that particular person's ideal customer. Get specific. Know what animal you want to attract and have the right food in your hand. The second thing that we need to do is create curiosity and intrigue. That deer needs to have a reason to stick its nose out from behind the trees. Where I see a lot of people going wrong is they do something a little bit like this. They have the food in their hands, they get a, a an inkling that there might be a deer behind those trees and they throw the food out there. And this looks a little bit like this. Hey, I've got this amazing product I want to share with you. Here is everything you need to know about the product. This is what it contains. This is what it does. These are all of the things about it that you need to know. Here is also the link for you to buy it right now. And this is how much it costs. Make sure that you click on that link and you place an order right now. That essentially is throwing your food out into the trees. In other words, giving the farm away and telling them everything they need to know so they've got absolutely no reason left to reach out with you and connect with you. What's this industry all about? Relationship. It's what sets us apart. You need to create curiosity and intrigue, which means not giving the farm away. Essentially, it's knowing what they want, then almost giving it to them. So when you dangle a carrot and you create some curiosity and intrigue and that animal thinks you've got something in its hand that it may want, it's going to stick its nose out from behind the trees. This is where the next bit comes into play. You must earn trust. In other words, date your customer. So when that animal, that deer sticks its nose out from the trees, it wants to take some steps forward. Now here's where I see people going wrong next. They see an animal sticking its nose out from the trees, which looks something a little bit like someone commenting on a post. And what's the next thing that they do? And this is really typical, unfortunately, for our industry. But they start yelling and shouting, I've got one, I've got one. (laughs) And that animal, that deer is going to run as hard and as fast as it possibly can. And it's going to tell all of its friends, whatever you do, do not go near that clearing. It's not safe. So we want to be very, very careful. Don't send unsolicited messages. Don't hound and hassle the second that somebody sticks their nose out from behind the trees. Build trust. Uh, we, I did an episode recently on the concept of date, 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 then commit. This is that process of dating your customer, of creating curiosity and intrigue, then meeting them where they're at, providing them value, making it about them first, showing them that you're safe, but more importantly, that it's not all about you, that you're going to be social, that you want to get to know them, and then provide what they need on their terms. Add value, always add value first. And then I promise you, go through this process, you're going to have that deer eating out of your hand in a heartbeat. And not only that, it's going to tell all of its friends, this person is awesome, this food is amazing, everyone else needs to come in and check this out. So just remember, 
Don't throw your food into the trees. Don't yell and scream and shout the second that somebody starts to show some interest and stay in that clearing. If you leave, which means if you stop being consistent on social media, they're no longer watching you. Remember the postman? At the end of the day, just because they're not interacting does not mean they're not watching. Sometimes you're having a far greater impact than you will ever know. That ripple effect is really powerful and really important. So keep being yourself, keep showing up, create curiosity and intrigue, have the right food in your hand and stay in that clearing. So hopefully you're no longer wondering what do animals and forests have to do with Facebook? I hope that this has helped and made a little bit more sense and totally changed the way that you think about what you post on Facebook and Instagram. Because at the end of the day, just because they're not watching doesn't mean they're not paying attention. You are making an impact. And I promise you, if you stay consistent and you keep learning and you keep providing value, it will work. That's it for today. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, of course, on YouTube so you do not miss out on any of our upcoming episodes. And if you love this episode, share it with a friend. I look forward to seeing you again next week. That's it from me. Bye for now. If you love this video and you would love more help to improve your direct selling business on social media, then click on the link to join our Facebook group. I look forward to seeing you in there.